1: Worker of yours.
2: This is WWJ All Local.
1: The National
3: Weather Service has issued a winter storm watch that goes into effect tomorrow.
1: We've got a major winter storm that is really going to snarl things tomorrow into tomorrow night. Four to eight inches now is what we expect across Metro Detroit. A little less to the north and a little more to the south. And uh, highest amounts in snowfall rates coming in the afternoon and evening, it looks like.
3: That's WWJ AccuWeather meteorologist Dean DeVore. His full forecast coming up at 7.08.
2: Meanwhile, a $20 million class action settlement covering thousands of people who were wrongly accused by the state of cheating to get jobless aid has been approved by a judge. The details live now from WWJ's legal analyst, Charlie Langton. Charlie. Well, good morning, Jonathan. Attorney General Dana Nessel said that the $20 million settlement for victims of a fraudulent state computer that accused 40,000 unemployment recipients of fraud, that settlement is fair, it's reasonable and adequate. A state court of claims judge approved the $20 million settlement and certification of a class action lawsuit, meaning that those affected by the fraud will receive a letter by February 1st and then a claim must be made by April 5th to share in that $20 million now, the computer falsely accused those of scamming the unemployment system between 2013 and 15. But anyone who had money taken after March 9th of 2015 can be part of this settlement. And of course, you can always opt out and try your luck against the state on your own. Reporting live, Charlie Langton, WWJ News Radio 950.
3: Thank you, Charlie. No one immune to computer crimes, not even your local library. In an email scam made public this month, the Detroit Public Library has taken a hit to the tune of $685,000. The scam involved using a library email address to contact bankers to request hundreds of thousands of dollars be transferred into private accounts. To date, the city has recovered about 40% of the money stolen between December of 2020 and January of 2021. A little over $400,000 remains missing. The library is not insured for such law, and there's an ongoing debate whether or not and how the library should be compensated.
2: Well, the Packard plant in Detroit has, the former Packard plant, has been an eyesore for a whole long time. Well, phase two of demolition is now going to get underway this morning. WWJ's Mike Campbell live. Uh, long time coming, Mike.
1: Yeah, it's been since 1958 that it was used as a car plant, Jonathan. But the Packard plant off of uh, I-94, really, off East Grand Boulevard and Mount Elliott, is coming down slowly. I got to say uh, not much of the building has been torn down. Some of it has fallen down. There are two sections that have been, <coughs> excuse me, bulldozed, it looks like, and that was probably part of phase one. Phase two, the city says, get started today, part of a $1.7 million contract that was issued to a company to tear down the uh, two buildings effectively that sit on two 20 acre sites here and uh, then what happens to it is the big question because the owner of the property, uh, Fernando Palosuelo, who bought it for $405,000 at a tax auction sale in 2015-ish, has retains ownership of the property even after the buildings are demolished and the property is listed at $5 million for sale but it doesn't uh, answer the question of what happens once it all comes down. Residents say they're just happy to see it be, being torn down because they say it's unsafe, scary, some say, and they want it gone. Reporting live on the east side, Mike Campbell, WWJ News Radio 950.
3: Detroit police have arrested a suspect they believe is connected to a string of robberies at a local dollar stores.
2: A series of 20 robberies of dollar stores in all across the city of Detroit At gunpoint, police chief James White says two suspects have been identified, one charged, as the investigation continues. We know that we are close to making an arrest uh, on one of the suspects who may be good for a number of these robberies. Uh, We're also working with uh, the dollar stores to ensure that they have proper security and the things that they need to be uh, good partners for us. Uh, There's a reason that they're being targeted. We believe that they're soft targets. And people are taking advantage of that. One suspect identified has been Fernando Ford of Detroit, who is facing armed robbery and felony firearm charges. Another is in custody. When it comes to why the stores are deemed soft targets, the chief hesitated to elaborate. But again, repeated police will be working with the chain to hopefully make them less vulnerable. In Detroit, John Hewitt, WWJ News Radio, nine fifty. While well, the concrete won't be poured for years, but officials in Oakland County are going to be hard at work this morning looking to improve the roads. The Oakland County Federal Aid Committee will meet this morning to review road projects eligible to be funded by federal dollars in 2026 and 2027. The committee is made up of representatives from the Road Commission for Oakland County, MDOT, Smart Transit, and all communities in the county. The meeting is happening at nine o'clock at the Hawk Community Center on 12 mile road in Farmington Hills. The committee estimates that it will have just over $21 million in federal funding to spend on projects in 2026 and a little over $22 million in 2027. Projects receiving federal funding are typically selected three years before construction begins. They are chosen based on a points system that takes into account safety, traffic volumes, and cost. Luke Sloan, WWJ News Radio 950.
3: A Brazilian art collector who claims a Vincent Van Gogh painting that was on display as part of the DIA's Van Gogh in America exhibition is continuing continuing his fight to get the painting back. On Monday, his attorney filed a notice in U.S. District Court that he's appealing a judge's order last week dismissing a lawsuit against the DIA. The collector Gustavo Soder claims the painting, known as the novel reader, was stolen from him years ago, and he had no idea where it was until learning that it was on display at the DIA.
2: Well, even though the Lions won't return until the fall, that doesn't mean that sports fans in Detroit won't have professional football.
3: That's because it looks like the USFL is coming to the Motor City, as league CEO Eric Shanks, along with Mayor Mike Duggan, are scheduled to make what's being called a special announcement on Thursday, which will likely mean Detroit will host USFL games this spring as one of the league's hubs, which means that both the Michigan Panthers and the New Jersey Generals are expected to play their home games this season at Ford Field. Now, this will be the second time a USFL team has called the Metro Detroit area home. The original Michigan Panthers played their home games at the Silverdome in 1983 and 1984. The Panthers even won the USFL title in 83. Last year, all the USFL games were played in the city of Birmingham, Alabama. Tony Ortiz, WWJ News Radio, 950.